The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. Hi, I'm Kenton Dick. So today we're talking pandemic hobbies. Do you have something that you've picked up since the beginning of March when COVID-19 hit? Or maybe something that you always enjoyed, but you never really had time for until COVID-19 took over our lives. I'm joined first by Candy Signorino. Candy, tell me, first off, where are you from? I am Stanback. Beautiful. I uh, have lived in Stanback my whole life. We've been talking a little bit about hobbies that we've gotten into since the beginning of this pandemic. And I noticed online you've got a, a pottery page and you're actually now selling pottery. But tell me, did you get into this after the pandemic started or did you just get into it more since March? I got into it once the pandemic had started, actually. Okay, tell me about your pottery journey from beginning to end. Beginning to end. Well, (laughs) I came across a pottery video on YouTube back in March, and it quickly piqued my interest. (laughs) So I looked into buying some clay, and that quickly spiraled into me buying my own pottery wheel, which was a good excuse for my birthday gift in April. (laughs) I actually made friends with a lady by the name Tiffany in Steinbeck here who has become a good friend of mine and she assisted me in firing many pieces in the beginning and once COVID really kind of sunk in and restrictions got even tighter I ended up purchasing my own kiln so I've been now able to create and fire all my stuff from the comfort of my own home. Well, and you, you, you kind of went on down in this spiral, purchasing a lot of equipment, but you've been able to make some of that money back, I understand. I have, yes. I've had a, such an amazing amount of support from the locals here in Steinbeck, and I've gotten an Etsy page set up as well, so I've been actually making a decent amount of orders on my Etsy as well, So, but a uh, A good amount of it has been the local support, which has been really awesome. So is this what you do basically every evening then? Can your family peel you away? (laughs) Uh, No, they have a hard time peeling me away, (laughs) but I spend uh, a good portion of my days making pottery. And because the pieces take a couple hours to dry, I get my evening with my family and kids, and then a couple hours usually again later in the evening to, to finish assembling my pieces. So, And let me guess... Every single Christmas gift this year had pottery in it. (laughs) Yeah, most of them. (laughs) Hey, it's really great to have a hobby like that where you actually have a product that you can give away. That's nice. It is very handy, yes. I know a lot of us have had uh, some struggles since the beginning of March, just, you know, with mental health and keeping positive, etc. What has something like this done for uh, keeping your mind on other things? It has become a huge therapy for me. It's definitely a good outlet um keeps you kind of just yeah your mind off of the not so pleasant things in life and gets uh gets the mental juices going and i've been able to interact with i mean obviously not face to face but interact with a lot of people i would have never thought to or would have never met so you're building relationships and and it's getting that communication still going strong, which has been really nice. Helps you not feel so secluded and alone in your home all the time. Love it. I love that you've got this thing to bat, fall back on. That's great. Before I let you go, I just want to give you an opportunity here. Uh, tell me, where can people find your stuff? Uh, you can go on my Instagram. It's Candy's Pottery, K-A-N-D-Y-S underscore pottery. And my Etsy is linked on there as well. If you find me, that's Candy's Pottery Shop. Perfect. One place to go for all that. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you.
All right, joining me is Kathy Weens. Kathy, tell me, what have you been doing to keep yourself busy during this pandemic that we've been living through? Uh, I've been doing lots of crafts. I love doing crafts, and so when COVID hit, I got more into it. Something that you probably never really had much time for before, eh? Not as much, no. And so, yeah, I have lots of time now. So what are the crafts that you're talking about? What are the things you like to do? Uh, well, when COVID started, I started making masks and stuff, mm-hmm. and I love to crochet, so I've been getting a lot better with that. I made, I'm working on my, my third, we have nine children, so third down the line, I'm working on her blanket right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I like making uh, bath scrubs and like body scrubs and okay. soap and yeah, all sorts of stuff. And I think most recently you posted a photo on the Mixed Facebook page, also some wood burning. Tell me a little bit about that process. Uh, that, I, well, I like to, I stock up on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this one, and I'm like, hey, let's, I had one of my stencils come in the mail, so I decided I would try it, and it turned out really good. So you made a cutting board, is that what that is? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a wood cutting board. Perfect. And then you just, you burn it in. That'll be good for charcuterie in the future, hey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I love to see what you're doing, and I like that you, you're spreading it out. You're trying to do all sorts of things. What's next? What's the next thing you're going to dip your toes into? Uh, well, I'm going to make Valentine's uh, bags with uh, my body scrubs and my soaps and try to make more rice bags, and I gifted lots at Christmas time. Um, during Christmas time, the kids and I made, uh, uh, you know those bags that have peanuts and candy in it? Tucci bags. Yes, those. Yeah. And yeah, so we made like 40 some of those bags and lots of my other stuff that I made and then just went around delivering that. Um, when Corwood first started on Easter, um, then we, I made Lego soap and the kids all helped bake lots of cookies and we went around delivering all that then too. Well, that sounds like you're blessing the community. That's awesome. Yes, it was. It's, it's good to see, you know, trying to see smiles on faces when, you know, it's kind of difficult. These months are hard and yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for chatting, Kathy. Love to hear what you're up to and good luck with the future. Thank you very much. You as well. Up next, joining me here on The Drive Home on Mix 96, Joanne Dalton. Now, I understand you've been into knitting and crocheting for a while, Joanne, but I know during the pandemic, you've taken to knitting some pretty incredible creatures. Tell me about them. I started a couple of years ago. My mom is um, very, very big into yarn projects, creation. So I, there was always yarn in the house. She was always knitting. And a couple of years ago, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to give this a try. Um, and so I taught myself a little bit of knitting. And then I really started to enjoy crocheting a little bit more. Okay. And with crocheting, you can create all kinds of like little animals and stuffies and things like that. So um, I mostly do baby blankets just for friends and family, something to keep my hands busy. It was something really great to, like, stop that 8 to 10 p.m. snacking when I would sit down and relax at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. That was the original goal. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I recently started doing just these really cute little cup cozies that are, you can pick what breed you want, and I purchased some patterns um, from this really, really great artist, and uh, they turned out really, really, really good. Well, and you say you can pick much breed you want. Uh, they're they're dogs. They're dogs. Yeah, they're dogs. So it's like a dog face on a cup cozy, and and you can have your a little re- a little mini replica of your pet while you drink your coffee on I'm, the road or at work. I'm looking at this thing, and it is really incredible. Like it a looks exactly like the dog you're trying to trying to mimic here, and also, I mean, it just is incredibly cute as well. 
It's so cute. Yeah, so I had to order, like, the little noses and the little <laughs> eyes. So those took a while to come in, but um, the cozies themselves only take a few hours to make, I find. And they're fun to make because, like, you, this little personality shows up in the cup cozy itself with the dog. And what's really fun is customizing, like, the colors to the specific dog. So I, I'm, I, I used to be very involved in the animal world. I have a lot of friends who have, you know, loved for specific breeds. So I've had lots of requests for pugs and poodles and, uh, you know, Great Danes and, you know, specific breeds because people who love a certain breed can be very loyal to that breed. I myself have a golden retriever, so they're next on my list. And Yeah, they're just fun to make and keep me busy. And I love that other people love them too. So yeah. it's not that creative outlet, it's something to do where I don't feel like I'm just sitting and binging on Netflix and, and crocheting. Like I, I'm self-taught on YouTube. It's pretty easy and expensive hobby to pick up. Well, and I mean, and you can still binge on Netflix. You can do both at the same time. That's the beauty. Well, that was the guilty pleasure, right? I'm, I'm doing a little <laughs> bit of something, but I can still watch Netflix for a couple hours. You mentioned a few people getting really interested in this, including myself. Are you uh, you taking orders at this point? I have probably about 12 orders right now. <laughs> so I'm not looking to sell them for like a career or a hobby. I've got enough right. of the career side of things, but like for friends and family and people who are interested, I, I just like them to keep busy. I certainly couldn't keep every single one that I make. I'd have little dog cup cozies on every shelf in my house. So You've, uh, I'd like to get them out, yes. <laughs> but you haven't started an Etsy store. I have not started an Etsy okay, store. Right. I have a small business page on Facebook. It's mostly just a hobby so that okay. people who follow my regular page don't have to see 300 yarn posts all the time. Right. You mentioned that you grew up and your mom had always been into knitting. Picking it up yourself, did, were you hesitant? Did it feel like an old person thing to do? I don't know that it felt like an old person. I think what what held me back from doing it for so long was like, my mom and I are so incredibly different. Like, I love her and she's amazing, but she frustrates the heck out of me. So I never <laughs> wanted to ask her to teach me because just the way she teaches and the way I learn are so far apart. But I always admired, like I go out to her house, she lives out in the middle of nowhere on a lake and sit by the window and she'd be knitting and she just looks so content. <laughs> and uh, I always wanted to, to have a little bit of that. So it was kind of a way for us to connect again this right. season, right? When we don't get to see each other, I send her a pattern and or ask her, what does this mean? How do I do this stitch? What is this trying to tell me? Um, and so it's really kept us connected, which has been really nice. Yeah, that's another secondary kind of benefit to this whole thing. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love it. I think it's such a great idea. The cup cozies look incredible. If you don't mind, I'll make an order next. And sure. we'll be sure to post some photos up on the Mix blog as well. Thanks so much. <laughs> Vicky, you posted a photo of a project you've been working on on the Mix Facebook page, a hammock that you've been working on. Tell me about this project. You know, it's a really challenging because my friends in the United States made one and looked so amazing. I said, I want one. So she told me what is the supplies I needed. I said to my husband, baby, I go make a hammock. And he said, what? <laughs> uh, really? I said, yes, I need $300. <laughs> when I thought seriously, he said, okay, we buy the supplies. He, made, he helped me make a friend. Okay. Cut it. And start making the hammock. Pay me three days. It took you three days is what you're saying? Yeah. Wow, that's actually pretty quick, especially considering what type of hammock it is with like a, a full-on frame and a weave and everything like that. Also, we uh, we feed my husband, 
my baby, and other than my girls. <laughs> so you got the whole family on that thing. Yeah, it's pretty big. Well, I'm just I'm looking at the photos you posted on the Mix Facebook here. It really does look like a very nice hammock, and it's great to hear that you're keeping yourself busy during this pandemic. Thank you for chatting, Vicky. Thank you so much. Changing gears just a little bit, we've got Alan Fair on the line. Now, Alan is is normally known here in the Southeast for his work on the Steinbeck Arts Council Board, for putting on theater productions and murder mystery nights and all those types of events. Not the sort of thing you can really carry on during a pandemic, at least not in the normal way anyways. So, Alan, how have you been keeping your creative mind busy? (laughs) Yeah, there's really no stopping it, it turns out. Uh, (laughs) What am I doing now? Well, I I, uh, recently finished my, uh, it's a graduated certificate in event management. So I, you know, did an online program to to really figure out all of the the bits and pieces that I kind of learned through trial and error. But now, okay, now I've got like official professors teaching me this stuff. Okay, got it down solid. And uh, one of the biggest things that I was picking up, especially being a student in an event uh, industry program, was a lot of the students were saying, uh, like, we're doing this, but why are we investing in events now when we have no idea what the future of events is going to look like? Yeah. And for a lot of people, like, it's just uh, there's... Because events have, like, ground to a halt, uh, there's just... Uh, there's a a lack of hope, right? And I wanted to say, well, no, it, it, we feel isolated. We feel like there isn't hope. But if we could, like, pool our hope resources and share them, uh, we, we we can see that this isn't as bad as maybe it feels and, and that we will get through this. And there's good things coming from this. So I've started a, a vlog where I'm in, interviewing different uh, event industry professionals and just saying, hey, how has COVID affected you? And more importantly, what's what's the good stuff that you see coming down the road from this? And so that's been really great just to collect those stories of hope and compile them and, and share them online. So that, that's been really fun and encouraging. Uh, just a good reminder of, you know what, we are going to get through this and we're going to be even better for it. What are some of the what are some of the event people that you've already interviewed? Because you've gone with some interesting people, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, you know, interviewing, you know, Brenton Thompson right here mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Steinbeck area um, and uh, lining up with David Clausen from the Art Council. Uh, got to interview uh, a guy from L.A., uh, Ryan Buds is his name. And he's he, you know, he was doing bar trivia nights and now he's only online. And so what was that transition like for him? Right. Uh, interviewing you know, a local pastor to find out, hey, uh, events are actually a big part of churches and now yeah. you can do events like what what has the transition for events been like for you so that's been great it also got some uh, people lined up from the toronto area who have been involved in events and it's been yeah just real great to to just draw in that that global community and say you know what we are in this together well and hey i mean starting a podcast starting a vlog i mean that's just something to keep you busy too hey yeah yeah <laughs> exactly and it's and it's been so great to just you know really embrace like okay as, as awful as this situation has been, it's also, I feel like it's kind of given us that kick in the butt. Like, we've had video conferencing technology around for a while, but uh, we haven't needed to use it, so let's just keep on doing the old thing. And, well, now we've got to adapt. We've got to use what we have at our disposal. And so it's been a yeah. good, it's been, there. there are good things about it. And uh, just being able to adapt to the digital age and, in some of those ways that we communicate, 
it's been good. We don't necessarily need to fly across the country <laughs> right. to have a board meeting. We can do this digitally. We're definitely going to be way better at doing things online after this is all said and done. Why? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get back to normal, but I mean, some of these things are still going to be beneficial afterwards. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, like, historically, we've done uh, murder mystery nights, right? Where we yeah. gather together at a venue and then we play out this murder mystery and the guests try and figure out uh, from the actors who done it. Uh, now we're looking at doing that virtually, right? Because we can do it virtually. And now it won't just be limited to the people from the Steinbeck area. We can get actors right. and right. audience members from anywhere, right? Cool. Well, I love to hear that you're still keeping things going. And I think it's an inspiration because a lot of us, without the normal stuff, it's easy to just revert to Netflix, you know? Yeah, right. But it's also yeah, fun right. to see people continue on and continue to push. Yeah, yeah. Like if we, let, let, I'm always looking for ways to be innovative, right? So let's figure out a creative way to address the situation that we're in. Cool. Thank you so much for chatting, Alan. Hey, no problem. My pleasure, Kenton. Good to see you again. And finally, I've got Linda Friesen on the line. Linda, tell me, what have you been up to? What's your pandemic hobby? Um, well, you know, I actually started crocheting these little flowers. I thought my grandchildren would enjoy them. I don't know how to crochet much more than a little dishcloth. So so I thought I would try this and looked up an easy pattern. And I started buying every cotton color I could find and made a bigger one, a smaller one, so they could match them up. So it's good for my hands, too, and keeps me busy and keeps me from snacking. So. Oh, keeps you from... That is key, I think, keeps you from snacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can kind of watch a movie and do that at the same time. Now, that's the sort of thing I need to find. I don't have anything like that in my life right now. Has it also, has it been good for mental health also, just to give you something to do? Well, yes, yeah, especially when it first started back in spring. Um, like now my son's living at my house, but before then I was living alone. And, you know, you go home and, and after a while it kind of gets you. Like I'm still working all the time, but then you go home and it's like, okay, then it's me and the cat. And the cat isn't always, <laughs> always very helpful with <laughs> keeping you busy, so... Yeah, so it really um, was just something to focus on, something fun for the grandkids. Like in summer when they could come over a little bit, then they love matching them up. And So your house is covered in crochet flowers at this point then, is what you're saying? Oh, right. <laughs> I didn't use them to decorate, but <laughs> no, it's still lots of fun to play with them. And Well, yeah. they look great. You posted the photo over on the mix page. That They look awesome. So they, that's great. Thank you so Thank much you. for chatting, Linda. Okay, you're welcome. Hi, I'm Corny Rample. We've had a lot of extra time on our hands during this pandemic. What have you been doing with that extra time? Have you picked up a hobby? Maybe something you've never done before. Maybe it's a hobby you used to do, and now that you have extra time, you've picked it up during the pandemic. It's the next Morning Show. It's the next Morning Show. From Mitchell, we are joined by Eva Wolf. So what is your hobby slash hobbies that you picked up during the pandemic? Well, I um, tried a few new things and stuck with a lot of my old crafts that I enjoy. Okay. I did some crocheting, which I've done for a long time. What are you crocheting? Well, my 26-year-old daughter, she asked for... Or a Baby Yoda, because she's a big Baby Yoda fan. So Love Baby Yoda. I crocheted like about a six-inch tall 
Baby Yoda with his little pod. Oh, that's adorable. You crocheted the pod and everything? Yeah. Oh, my word. Where did you even find, um, what do you call it, like a direction for that? I go to Pinterest and I look through all the patterns and then I modify it to make it my own. And of course. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. So what are some other things that you've crocheted? A headband for myself, some Barbie things. I have grandkids, so then the daughters, they lo- the granddaughters, they love um, mermaids and things like that. So I did a mermaid tail and probably make one for each one of them yet. And little Barbie backpacks, tiny little teddy bear, small stuff. That's awesome. You know, one day when they're adults, they're going to hang on to those. It's going to be put in a drawer or a box because Grandma made this. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool. So what other uh, hobbies or crafts have you been doing? Uh, Some folk art painting. I had a sleigh that's about a a two-and-a-half-foot-tall sleigh that's been sitting around for years, just bare wood, and... I decided to put a snowman or paint a snowman on there, something that's not Christmas so that I can have it out all winter. Nice. So any other crafts that you've picked up? The one new thing that I had tried this year was working with some homemade clay. It's just baking soda, baking powder, and water, um, heating it up in a pot until it comes together like a nice clay. And then I I needed a tiny little, like, two-and-a-half-inch picture frame for my sixth grandchild couldn't find anything like that in the store so i made one for my little grandson so is this stuff that you would like cast like plaster of paris you need a mold or you you just sculpted the clay by hand i just sculpted it by hand i just took little pieces and tried to figure out what i wanted the frame to look like and it's got a little gnome on there and a christmas tree and a tiny little snowman and just did each piece separate and then stuck it to this little frame. Wow, you're very creative. And today I finished varnishing it. Very cool. Well, that's awesome. Make sure you add the picture to the gallery. Uh, yes, I'll do that. Well, thanks for sharing your hobbies with us. You're welcome. It's the Mixed Morning Show. It's the Mixed Morning Show. We are joined on the Mixed Morning Show by Jess Gertson. You have picked up a hobby during the pandemic. What did you do with all this extra time that you had? Uh, I picked up my camera again. I used to uh, do it in high school, and I forgot how much I loved it. And uh, so I've been doing pictures of landscape because there's not much else you can do right now during the pandemic. (laughs) Well, I saw the picture that you added to our photo gallery on our Facebook page. Stunning. Thank you. It's gorgeous. And uh, yeah. and what like what kind of camera? What do you use? Uh, I use a Canon Rebel T4i. So now someone who knows cameras a bit, um, what are your thoughts between uh, people who use an actual camera and people who use their phone and think they're photographers? Honestly, if you have an eye for it, I don't see much different uh, mm-hmm. or difference in it. Um, just when you have a camera, you can hone that skill a little bit more because you can use different settings and different apertures and stuff like that. Yeah, it's incredible what you can do with a camera. I don't want to belittle that. But um, knowing even what aperture means is uh, quite an accomplishment in the photography yeah. world. That seems to be lost on a lot of people. Yeah, it does. So you took uh, photography in high school that was at the SRSS? Uh, 
Yes. I imagine it was digital at that time, yes? Um, or were you, you know doing what? both I'm, film and digital? I was still, I used a DSLR. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, so. back, back when I took that same course at the SRSS, is that where you took it? Yeah. I took that same course at the SRSS. It was all film. And, and, oh, that's cool. Yeah, we had, um, you know, the, 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 the dark room and we had the red lights and we had the solutions and hanging all the printed pictures and cut and paste was literally cutting, pasting, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then making your creative picture. Yeah. Yeah. Photography's come a long way. Thank you for sharing your craft with us. This is pretty cool. Well, thank you. It's the Mix Morning Show. It's the Mix Morning Show. We are joined by Chelsea Adair. Chelsea, what is the hobby or craft that you picked up during the pandemic? Well, I started out doing uh, diamond painting. So explain diamond painting. This is new to me. Diamond painting is these little tiny plastic gems. They're called drills. It's not your average drill from like an EG penner. Okay. And uh, it comes with a little plastic pen that you dip in like this little pink wax that pick up these gems and then you kind of like paint by number and you apply them onto this sticky paper, so to speak. Okay, so the picture that you shared on our Facebook page is like a big uh, Avengers page. Mm-hmm. All these different uh, superheroes, and 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 you take and you put the colored gem on the spot to uh, get your picture together, like a paint by number, but with gems. Yeah, it's really it's really rather neat. My friend introduced them to me, and uh, I was actually going to do a different picture, but then I thought I should maybe do something for my son instead. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning all about Iron Man and. All the Avengers and Captain America and Hulk. <laughs> You're a good mom to do that kind of studying for your child. You're a good mom. <laughs> I'm actually working on it right now. Funny that you called just at the nick of time. <laughs> <laughs> and my spidey sense was tingling. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's actually pretty neat. Like, I thought, oh, this won't take long. Mm, well, it, it does. <laughs> I probably already put, like... Probably last week I sat here because I'm currently off of work, but I uh, sat here probably for about uh, six hours one day. And I'm like, I got to get through this color. got to get through this. So six and hours and that was on one painting, one gem? It was one gem color that I was on. One color. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> out of many. But I've already purchased two more paintings off of Amazon. And so, yeah, and I've purchased, like, more little tools and stuff, and I've watched a lot of YouTube to try to narrow it down to the easiest way to do this. And Well, they look amazing when you're done. Apparently, yeah. They're so I'm, textured. I'm, I'm actually waiting tonight for an order from Amazon to, um, it's like a, mirror, um, a light that you, like, pin this poster, so to speak, on the light and then it kind of brings the letters forward so it's not just is that x or y what is that one oh so you can see see it it kind of like amplifies it a bit for you yeah because it's very easy even in like a a row of colors that you can actually miss one because of the way that they're shadowed very cool well thank you for sharing this hobby with us 
You're very welcome. I honestly, it's very, um, very soothing. Yeah. It's like with anxiety and everything that I have, it's very, very calming and relaxing and it makes you just want to keep going. I'm like, oh, I'll just dump a few more gems in here. And then I'm like, oh, it's 1130, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Very therapeutic. And it's called gem painting. Uh, diamond painting. Diamond painting. Okay, I got to check that out. Thank you very much. You are very welcome. It's the Mixed Morning Show. It's the Mixed Morning Show. We are joined on the Mixed Morning Show by Daniela Hildebrandt. Hello, Daniela. Good morning. We are talking about hobbies that you picked up during the pandemic. On our Mixed Facebook page, you posted a picture of a gorgeous purse. You made that purse? Yes, I did. It is gorgeous. Tell us about your hobby that you picked up. Well, I, I picked it up earlier, but I spent a lot of time on it last year, more than I have ever before. Um, just finding new patterns, playing around with different kinds of leather, um, and it's been quite enjoyable. So how did you pick up on leather crafting? Well, I was a head wrangler up at Camp Arnas, and we did leather crafting with the campers. And uh, I found it fascinating. And then my uh, my opa, my grandfather, he um, worked at the thrift store in Winnipeg and had this huge tote full of leather paraphernalia. And he goes, here, why don't you take this? I don't need it. And then I was hooked. That is amazing. My dad used to make purses and little mini saddles and all kinds of keychains. And and I have all of his leather tools, and I don't do a thing with it. But I find well, it fascinating. Now you know where to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> if I want <laughs> to get rid of it, I'll hand. know who to call. I'll call Daniela. So uh, what has been the most challenging project you've taken on with leather? Um, I made a crossbody messenger bag. Wow. That was uh, quite quite beyond what I had done up till then. Was this but, an uh, order for somebody or did you just decide no, to try no, to make it? No, it's for me. Very cool. Yeah, that's what YouTube is for. There's some very generous... YouTubers out there that give their patterns away for free, and and um, it's been it's been cool learning different things. And I don't know how anybody did any of this before the internet. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Have you gotten into like um, designing, as in like stamping patterns and stuff, and doing designs in leather? Yes, I do that too. Very cool. I have another purse that I could have put out there that uh, that was stamped. I'm not yeah. that good at it, but... Um, well, it takes practice. It like does, anything absolutely. Else. So any projects with leather that you're hoping to take on yet? I want to make a laptop bag. Oh, very cool. For when we go back to normal. Yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> Do you remember what that was like, normal? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your craft with us. You're very welcome.